When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant tommy do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. I am well, Tommy. How are you today? Marvelous. Never better, as a matter of fact. A little wind blowing today, so it's beautiful. Uh, oh, my God. It's crazy. Yep. Everything in the yard is tipped over, but that's yeah. okay. It, it, it helps cut down on the heat. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's muggy. It's going to be pretty crappy for the next week. It's not crappy. It's just hot. Hot is crappy. Get in the water. You don't like cold. You don't like hot. You don't like hot. I don't mind cold. 
Who? who? Andy. No, I thought you were talking about Sage. <laughs> what? Sage? Why would you? Sage <laughs> hates talk? cold water. He, he doesn't hates like it. cold water. Oh. Well, no one likes cold water. Fawn doesn't give. No? She doesn't she care doesn't at care all. Less. Anything. She just likes going to the pool. Well, she'll be blue. I know. I was in the and pool. And shivering. Her. She's, she's <laughs> shivering. Her lips are blue. And I'm like, honey, you need to get out and like take a break. She's like, no! <laughs> no, I'm not getting out. She is a water I baby. I prefer oh, to be God. cyanotic. That's how I was, though, too. Yeah. Okay, Freeze. Timmy. Oh, yes, sorry, sir. Alex. I jumped in front it's of you there. totally fine. Um, I'm used to it. I've been reading some headlines to people about how crazy everyone has gotten, and there's no question. They're starting to say now, basically. New ones every day. New it's crazy every day. ones every day. It's every day. They said they've gotten so far on the, uh, just so crazy with it, it's about to collapse on them. They're going to end up with nothing because of this. The, the woke. Oh, okay. They Here's your headline you want to read. Ready? Yes. Insults can feel just like mini slaps. Research finds that our brains may be more sensitive to negative words than we realize, Ralph. That's right. Keep it. Don't, don't do you it. Mean you mean if I call it? Don't say it. You know what else happened to me? You know what else? God, I am, what Victim culture. Well, what's yeah. amazing is, I mean, I, I'm assuming that people know if I'm if I call you an idiot that it's insulting. Steampy. Steampy. <laughs> Why do we... Yeah, why do we need research? Why do we need research? Yeah, like saying that mean words are, are mean. Like we're aware of that. But all words, all but all words are mean. That's the problem. Wow. All words are mean. Well, that's mean. true. Depending Today, on your your, your mm-hmm. uh, outlook and your culture and how you grew up and your nurturing, yeah. all those all words are mean. Mm, you got so a point if there. you say anything, then it's just it's just like a little tiny little chink out of their brain, and it just pretty soon. You've ruined them just by saying words. Isn't and it wonderful that we all have enough food and shelter and resources? I think that's the problem. That's that the problem. We have nothing yes. to do but worry about problem. if somebody has a hurt feeling that's for a minute the of their problem life. Problem is yep. we have it too good. Yep. You know, I got to be honest with you. Between my family, my friends, and the neighborhood people, all we ever did was insult one another. We it was fun to insult people. Well, that's what young men do. That's yeah. how you guys hang out. Just call it's each the, other horrible names. Yeah, it's true. Slap it's each funny. other. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, I share? I need to share my family's sense of humor. I'm glad that my children have a sense of humor. Uh, this is part PSA because yesterday this was long overdue. I got a colonoscopy done. Fun. Everything's okay. That's good. Everything's okay. Uh, so I told my son Quinn uh, to send a text to mom because mom had a previous thing going on. So the queue went with me and he sends out a text that said, dad's colonoscopy is done. The doctor said that's the most foreign objects he's ever found in a him. And then he said, then he said, shit, I just typed this in the group chat, didn't I? <laughs> Oh, was that, was that out loud? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So he sends it to all of his uh, brothers and sisters, and nice. uh, my youngest daughter's boyfriend is in on it too, and my mom. And of course, you know what? It's funny. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. I laugh my ass off. So ah, to speak. literally. See, literally. <laughs> I didn't do that. It just just kind of came out that way. But uh, ah, yeah, it's. 
funny. Jesus, you gotta laugh, man. You gotta laugh. See, my uterus joke about it. after your hysterectomy was hilarious and nobody laughed. Just because it was Whatever. hurtful. Yeah. Well, what's the joke? What was it? Wait, remember we were in, in an elevator leaving the hospital, and it was you, dad, mom, myself, and then another man. And we were, everybody was all Some quiet man. and weird. Nice. In the elevator, and I just said, I'm the only one in this elevator with a uterus. Mm. And you both looked at me like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. You just got it removed. Did the other guy go, Sometimes well, wait a minute. jokes aren't funny and words hurt. Ooh, <laughs> words hurt. That's not hurtful, though. No. Well, as the great Ricky Gervais said and continues to say, they're just jokes. They're just jokes. Yeah, they're and jokes. In his most recent comedy special, um, you got to see it. It's called Supernature, I believe. It's on Netflix. He goes after everyone relentlessly. It is so freaking refreshing. And, you know, when I was talking, and I have to plug this quickly because, again, I told you last week, Tom, I was on JB's podcast. Yes. Uh, the Low Tech Podcast, which is online now. You can listen to it. Um and uh, he was asking me about comedians and, 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 you know, basically pointed out the very few who can do things now and not, well, they do it without fear, I guess. They, they, people will try to cancel them, but you got Gervais, you got uh, Chappelle and uh, Bill Burr. I'm trying to think who else. I mean, they're just not, isn't that sad that you can only name them on one hand? Yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom Segura. <clears throat> Well, it's yeah. You know what? He's I, I. I really don't listen to him that much. I see him once in a while. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll check out a YouTube clip or whatever. I'm sure there are others, but when we're talking about you know Le Chappelle's of the world, <clears throat> I mean, man, do they try to destroy his life at every turn? Yeah, they sure do. And he's coming to Minneapolis. Oh, really? How's that crowd? How's that crowd gonna react? Yeah, apparently oh. there are, he's doing pop-up shows. Mm. One of them, I think, tomorrow, maybe another one Friday at First Avenue. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know he was here. Yep. He just they just announced it this uh, late last night. Apparently, it's sold out. But uh, you know, there's just so very few, um, you know, high-profile comedians that are just willing to go there anymore. And it's really sad. But again, you can always tune into a Gervais deal. You can tune into Chappelle knowing that he's going to he's gonna put everything out there and, and come at me if you will. I don't care. Do what you will. I will tell you what, Catherine uh, got me to start watching Aftermath. Uh, and Michael Bryant got me to start watching it again. <laughs> oh, is that what yeah. he did? Yeah, because we watched a couple of episodes in the beginning, and I was just like, I don't think I'm in the mood for this, you know. Well, Kind of, you know, morose sort of show. Yeah, the, just... first ep- the first season's not <clears throat> funny. There are a couple of funny things, but in general, it's yeah. not funny. Yeah. It's very... and, um, He's yeah. basically there to be an a-hole is yes. what he is. Yes. Yeah. And I will tell you, and, and Mike Bryan actually finished it before I did, and he said the same thing. The, the last episode, the finale in season three, is incredible. And I would go so far to say maybe one of, if not the best, series finale ever made. Really? Oh, my God. Season three is an incredible season. <laughs> and the great thing Mash? is is that there are, what, there's six episodes, and yeah. they're about yep. a half hour apiece, so you could get all of them done. Seasons one through three <laughs> in a week or so oh, yeah. easily. But, yep. yeah, Afterlife, it's incredible. Oh, it's nice. What to... a great show. Yeah, it is a, it is a great show. I guess I didn't really appreciate it till I watched the – 
entire first season. Um, mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Yeah, it and is. you know what else? Yeah, yeah. And you know what else? <laughs> these, you know what people, else these people uh, uh, that get so offended. Um, not one friggin' Emmy nomination for the show. You know, because oh, he goes after the Hollywood not. pukes. Yeah. And he doesn't care. And, boy, they that's their only way, really, of paying him back is uh, just, okay, we're going to ignore you when it just comes snub him. to... Yeah. Yeah, to, 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 to Emmy nominations. Because it really is... Season three is great, and it's a travesty that it wouldn't be considered for anything. The guy mm-hmm. writes it, directs it, stars in it. Yeah, he's got. I heard you talking about this time yesterday. The goofy people that he finds for this show, unbelievable I mean, the casting, the unbelievable, incredible. That guy with the glasses. That I don't know what the hell his the deal hoarder is. guy. Yeah, the hoarder. Oh God. Oh God, my yeah. God, is that guy a mess? I reviewed a movie a few weeks ago called Brian and Charles, and by this time it's probably on uh, streaming. Um, but he basically plays the same character. He's kind of got that weird delivery. And oh, yeah. Grumbling, and he's got the beard and, and everything else. And, but he's very funny. Um, yeah, he, he's just he, – they're, they're real people. I mean, apart yeah. from him, maybe he's kind of out there, but – you know, the people that are in the show, they're real people, you know, and that's what I think maybe the reason I like it. It's just a really relatable show. And I'm trying to think. So you haven't gotten to season three yet? No, uh, we're in season two right now because Catherine waited for me to catch up. She said, you should watch uh-huh. this. Show. She waited for there's me to catch a, up. There's a classic. Well, there are several classic scenes in season three, but there's one to do with somebody's ashes that he has Uh-oh. a classic line. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rick, he's just so freaking great. He God, is, he's funny. He's very, very funny. There's a although Ralph, Look. I think following the inspiration I got from Afterlife, I'm going to ref- start referring to you as the Big C. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he calls <laughs> everybody that. Everybody gets called the well, Big Brit, C. Brits do. They do. Yeah, they. Yeah, they do. The uh, yeah. and he says it a lot in his comedy special too. He and, does. and his comedy is very. It can be very poignant. Yeah, uh, it, yep, it, it is. True. It is like you said. The first episode is not funny. Well, that, that makes sense because some of his other things are just oh, I, they're hard, hard to watch. Are just so poignant for me. Yeah. Well, what, what I love what he did was, I mean, there, I've I've watched a lot of British sitcoms and TV throughout the years because I just get you know I don't know anything about their actors and actresses. Right. So it's refreshing to me to yeah, see new faces, and I don't know if yeah. any of their stuff that they're saying and their political affiliation and their blah 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 i just don't want to know so i mean he's taken the classic british show with all the characters in the village you know and done that which is very endearing because that has been going away you know you just don't see those kinds of shows anymore but the way he does stuff i just think he's great is everything else like agenda driven now in, in the uk Yes. Oh God! Absolutely, one hundred percent. They might even be worse than us. I'm I think not they sure. Are, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They're even worse than they might we be are. Worse than us? Yes. Oh my so God! So the new Downton Abbey was sort of agenda driven. Not Downton Abbey so much because. No, the movie. Oh no! No. Yeah. No, not really. Mm-hmm. The last one I thought was terrific. Did you see the last one? Yes. Uh, the, the second. Uh, it's the second film version of it. Yeah, I, I like that oh. a lot. No, no, I thought they stayed away from it. And the other thing is too, it's kind of hard to go that route because it is period. You yeah. know, I don't yeah, it was in the 1920s or whatever. So Yeah. 
Um, but I'm sure there's a way they could work something in if they really tried. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, they just make up a show like Bridgerton. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Or didn't yeah. they cast a black woman as Anne Boleyn? Did yes. they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Anne Boleyn, who was a real person who in... was not black. What? In what? In the show. Bridgerton? Like a Broadway no, sort of Queen... thing? No, Queen What's-Her-Face is black. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. what I'm Queen Latifah. Not that's that true. queen. Oh, my God. A royal queen. You know, the, the, the thing with RuPaul. that, though, with Bridgerton, and I've only seen a little bit of it, you know, they're just characters, right? They just yeah. happen to be black. They yeah. happen to be, you know, it doesn't, it's not like there's a, an agenda behind it. They're just no. casting actors, right? So, no, no, I mean, I personally, the only reason I don't watch that show is because they're stupid every minute. The like first really season tiring. is an F-fest. There is no question <laughs> it about is. it. It's Jesus. basically porn. Yeah. Oh, it's my, basically my wife's porn. watching it. It's like, what the <laughs> hell is going on yeah. But here? the second it's year, very... they've taken all that away. I, I don't think there's any so stooping. Yeah, probably but because not somebody nearly. complained. No, not near. Yeah, the so, second season there is some, but it's I know, not it was, nearly yeah, I, as intense. Yeah, I got to the point where I was just like fast forwarding through it because it got so boring. It wasn't. It was like it's like oh here we go again oh here we it go really again. So, so it is yeah. boring like Game of Thrones you called it too rapey this is yeah, this is not rapey. too stupid no the first season too is stoopy. too stupid <laughs> it's too stupid the first year well that used to be the formula for every every show yeah the first year was yeah, just like non-stop stup fest and then the second year then they'd finally start actually doing some writing yeah there are it, so many shows yeah. where episode know. one has a bunch of topless women in it yeah and then the rest of the show not a single one because they want you to get hooked so they go for the easy stuff in episode one and then once you're invested in the plot you keep watching all the guys are sitting there maybe there'll be boobs again basically yes (laughs) since dr basham is here i'd like to bring something up that i had to read this morning it's an international story because of the heat in england right now yeah the medical community has warned british women and I'm not making this up at all. Oh, dear. They have warned British women to not put popsicles up their hooch. Hmm. Is that a thing? Uh, oh. Apparently. Is that I, an Instagram they're trend? Called, they're called lollies, apparently. Mm. They're not popsicles. They're lollies. Oh, sounds, wouldn't you freeze your delicate tissues? really unpleasant. Yeah, it does. That's what they said. They said you damage your internal tissues, which are very sensitive. Did this start out as a joke and people no, took it seriously? No, Andy, look it up. Don't put lollies. Yeah, you know what? I did see the shine. headline. I didn't mm. click in, Tom. So, yeah, that story's out there. It is. <laughs> For God's oh, sakes, man. ladies. What do you think, Doc? What? What? Uh, Are you trying to cool uh, yourself off? Well, well, they they, they make uh, items for personal pleasuring uh, that can be frozen. So yeah, that's true. That's you know, that's a that's a thing. They have these uh, they have these silicone that? kind of a. Things Should be frozen? The, yeah, they're frozen. You Wouldn't know, that like, it, oh, it would numb you so you can. Yeah. Well, it depends on how cold they are. Now, if they're just, if they're just, uh, so suppose you take the, I, if you take it out of the freezer and it's at minus 20, that's, <laughs> that's kind of harsh. Yeah, I specific. would think. But if you, if it is at 32 degrees, yeah, no, 31 exactly. degrees. 32 degrees. 31 degrees. Well, 32 might melt. 31, and it's going to warm to 32, then it's not going to be, won't right. hurt you, won't hurt oh. a person. Well, you know, there's somewhere else for, you can put a popsicle, and, and, for, and, and that's for, your mouth. That's right. <laughs> yeah. normal. Or up your arse. I mean, why not? That, that's right. Well, that's <laughs> like, less harmful. The, 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 other, the other choice for women, of course, they have two choices. Mm-hmm. Men, they have one. Yeah. 
in that area there right. you look at with a mirror and you know you could if you use the you, you could use that but it has to be at the right temperature but if it's at oh if it's at 20 minus 20 woo, Oh, it's, well, you well, know, you're going to get it, frostbite. Well, yeah. it would, it would, might stick on the way in. Yeah. You, ah! Those mucus ah! in here. So incredibly detailed. I'm trying to veil this Aren't a little bit. I'm glad you brought this up, trying. Tom. Wow. England, London has a high of 103 today. Yep. And Yesterday what, it was 104. Jeez. You know, it never it, gets that hot You in know London. what? Every year they have a huge heat wave. Kills a bunch Every of old Every year shelves. a bunch of old, because they don't have air conditioning. Same as Paris. Right. No, they don't. It's we have been crazy. in London where it was hotter than. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. We went to a play. Oh, I've, been, oh in, I've been in Paris where it's been hotter than heck. And it oh every year it gets super hot there in July like it does here. It every year. And every yes. year it never gets that I hot know. here. Perry Plage, Perry Plage. They set up the beach and the sand along the Seine. Yep. And then you can go down there and you lay on the beach or lay yeah. on the in the sand. I don't know if I want to get in the Seine. No. But they mm-hmm. do something. Maybe they spray some water or, or whatnot. The Thames. No. Or, or the Thames. I know it's a little, <laughs> no. a little gross there. It's and, super gross. And it always smells. Smells a bit of urine down well, by the Thank sand. you so yes, much it for that. Does. I appreciate it. So, Andy, did yeah. you find the story? Tim found it. What? Didn't Tim say you found oh, it? Oh yeah, no, I no, I I, I saw it. Is verifying that it exists, or do you want me to read the oh, story? Oh yeah, no, no, well, I no, thought I you just, were looking for it. You did find it though. Yeah, I I, I saw it scrolling across um, the interweb. The interweb. What does it say? What does the headline say? Uh, okay. hold on. No, I thought you had it up. I wouldn't have asked you. I thought you had it up already. Not I don't want to. I don't want to search popsicle blah 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 and think of the horrid, hor- horrific images yeah. that come up. Yeah, you have, you have no sense of adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, <laughs> exactly. You know, be such it's a on my browser forever. No, my oh yeah, you get you, you do it on. You don't, what the hell be is careful, this guy? Be doing? careful what you search on YouTube because your algorithm will get messed oh, up. So oh, I have. Yes. <laughs> Two articles here. Okay. This one's from four days ago. UK doctor warns women not to put ice lollies in their vagina. Right. Okay. So this one is from August 2019. Women Women warned not to put ice lollies in their vagina. (laughs) So I guess that's been a thing in the UK for at least three years. I mean, you got to be pretty desperately hot to be. You know what I'm going to do? 104 with no AC. I might be just killing myself. Well... Let's look at this. Where, okay, so you're outside. It's hot. Mm-hmm. The first thing you think of is putting a popsicle there. It seems to me if my forehead yeah. is sweating, I want to put something on my forehead to cool down. Just drink what a makes lot them of think that water. that's Go the place you got to put it? Cold bath. Or that. By a fan? I don't drink iced tea. Well, they don't do ice either much with they their don't? drinks. Mm-mm. Take a cold shower. I mean, something. Something, God. yeah. Yeah. You're wet anyway. Just dump. Dump some water on you and just walk around mm. wet. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You can be your own evaporation cooler. I, well, people are dumb, and this confirms it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> can confirm people are dumb. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yay. More evidence about our species being, what does Ricky Gervais say? We're just great big ape. We're, we're just a bunch of apes with a great big brain. Great no big wonder brain. we're so upset about everything. <laughs> That's not untrue. Very, yeah. very funny. Very funny. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, 
We believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Uh, I gotta run this by you quickly because, you know, pretty close to Ralphie's hometown. Did you hear they changed the name of uh, Heinz Field in Pittsburgh? They did? They changed the name, and people are not happy. They changed <laughs> the Heinz Beyonce Field. Beyonce Field now? No, it's uh, Acrisure Field. Acrisure Stadium. Oh, so Acrisure? somebody paid big bucks for yeah, a naming rights. Yeah, someone sure did. But here's what, what I like. Acrisure? Pittsburgh residents in revolt over new Acrisure Stadium. They asked one guy, and he said, and I quote, well, that just rolls right the hell off the tongue, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, when did they start? Uh, that, that, every, every stadium kind of had a name, and then all of a sudden, these huge corporations decided to well, start what, giving them a bunch of bunch of money to mm-hmm. rename yeah, it really after is, them. Yeah. Well, it was the Heinz Stadium because Heinz Fifty Seven paid for it. It's Target Stadium because they paid for it. As soon yes. as someone else pays what for it, what have they done for yeah. them lately? Yeah. So sure is just like some small financial company in really? Grand Rapids. Michigan? Yeah. Why would the Michigan only... get involved in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I that's don't weird. Know. Well, you know what? It's better than, it might be even be in L.A. Isn't there a cryptocurrency field or yeah. something somewhere? Oh, God. Oh, really? Yeah, there is. What how timing about, for that? Yeah, huh? how well that yeah. do for them? Is that over now? Is cryptocurrency just about it's over? The same, it, it's the same thing as the stock market. The stock market is in the tank. I mean, it's in the tank. Yes, it is. People have lost I never so got the much whole money. Crypto thing, and yeah. uh, it, it's just amazing to me that. Well, and and I know I haven't watched it yet, but the most recent uh, South Park, they're going after people like Matt Damon and all these all these celebrities who are pushing <sighs> crypto that. during the Super Bowl. Well, crypto started out as an ideal thing that you know was going to be taking the power away from the Fed and the governments yep. to monitor everything everybody did and tax them yeah and then what just happened is people jumped in the market and started manipulating it they started they made it into a pyramid scheme. they made it into a pyramid scheme and that's what happens with everything yep yeah they and there's really no safeguard against it if it's open to everybody that's true you're just not going to stop people from getting in there and milking it dry that's just what people are going to do that's exactly what happened, too. That's isn't exactly it? what happened. So, how many cryptocurrencies are there now? Oh, hundreds. 
Yeah, but there's only like maybe 15 that you would hear about. That you've never heard any, of. And I could probably five name that are five. big players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many are owned by big companies? None uh, of none. them. Yet. No. Well, that's what makes them an ideal pyramid scheme, though. Is some guy can just make a cryptocurrency, save a couple hundred thousand for himself, then release it, and then it gets big, and then he sells those hundred thousand that he gave right. to himself, and but, there you go. But the whole mining of the cryptocurrency is not an easy process, or everybody would be doing it? Well, it is easy at first. It gets harder as it goes yeah. on. So what I do is I make a cryptocurrency. I run a miner for a year or so. Now I've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of them. Oh, then I that? release it to the public, and I say, okay, guys, keep on mining. They start mining. The crypto gains value because people are into it. And now all of a sudden I've got a billion dollars. Yeah. Why aren't you doing this? Because I'm not scum. <laughs> well, that's a good I think answer, it's savvy, right? not scummery. It's, it's literally a scam. Scummery. It's a scam. Everything's a scam. Well, that's true. What true. isn't a scam? So, so <laughs> let me. So help me understand this. I mean, yeah, okay. So people invest in this and all that, but do, are there actual companies where they accept cryptocurrencies? There are some. Yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't not, heard of any. Not many, but some. There. I think like you can't go to Target account. and pay them in crypto, no. But there are some out there, and you can convert your crypto to cash, and there you go. Yeah. I have a question for you, because mm-hmm. one of the convenience stores that I, I get gas at has a cryptocurrency ATM. ATM yep. Yeah. What is that all about? It's just an ATM. But is how so you put cash in there to get this out? No, you get you, you put in your codes for your yeah, cryptocurrency yeah, yeah. and then you to get cash out. To get cash out. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And you hope to God they don't just take your password and take all your crypto. You have to well, think of crypto as just being a that's bank. Just it. Kind of. I mean, it's not, but well, that's what you've got to think of it. Backed as. up by nothing. That is the sounds, problem. Yeah, so exactly. Is money. It sounds like funny money to me. Yeah. Money is backed up by nothing. Well, that's true. <laughs> Just print more of it. <laughs> they just, it's we true. need more money, we'll just print a bunch of it. I mean, money is just paper. Haven't they printed like 90% of all existing currency in the past three that's years? That's what I I've so, heard. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I think that's right. So that's why we have inflation. We got hyperinflation on the way. Mm-hmm. Do we? Hyperinflation. How long is that going to last? It usually doesn't last too long. Well, generally, as soon as they start raising interest rates, which they have done, and the markets start cooling off in the real estate business, that's a barometer that things are not going to get better. But you know what sucks about this, and I'm very serious about it. I'm at that age right now, 70, where I want to start getting rid of things. I want to start selling off. I want to start, you know, you know, stacking up the cash for retirement someday in the next, you know, three, four, five years, whatever. This is a bad time for me to be going into the financial tank nationally i've been saying since day one i think that the government is going after baby boomer money baby boomers are the ones that have worked for 30 40 Mm -hmm. years and have accumulated their wealth because a lot of them have stayed in the same home and accumulated that wealth and they've been saving and putting money in stock markets and they're like that's a big bunch of cash we're going to try to get out of them well look at this i got my first job 59 years ago when i was 11 years old Fifty-nine years yeah. I've been working and paying. I've been taxes. working forever too. Yeah, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And now you know I might uh, be time to cash out and just lay back and put oh. your feet up. Oh no, no, at, we got uh, hyperinflation. You got to I mean, look at the look uh. at the uh, political parties. What, what one of them is running on? I'm going to give you all free stuff, and you yeah. don't have to oh, pay yeah. for anything. Infinite Where are they going to get the money? 
from the boomers. I still love that <laughs> quote. Oh, I, Ralphie hadn't heard this one, and I don't think Timmy had. Did you hear that that quote I had yesterday about uh, feeding the people who, who come across the border? <laughs> yes, I did. did but you, you hear gotta, this one? Yeah, I got to hear it again. No. You ready? Rice and beans. So a young woman, she's about 27, 28 years old, something like that, was very upset because, by the way, so far you know how many people have come across the border? 1.333 million. Huh? How are we going to pay for that? We're sending them to D.C., and they're not mad about it. Oh, they're mad about it. Well, they're not mad, but <laughs> D.C.'s mad as hell. But the, the mayor of Washington, D.C. is pissed. But in any case, she said, these people come across our border, and we feed them. But the problem is the food, the food is culturally inappropriate. <laughs> oh. the food is Would you like a taco or a burrito, sir? That's exactly. all you eat. Let's go to Taco Bell <laughs> oh, because wow. you're Mexican. Yeah, that's not racist at all. <laughs> it's that's, terrible. That's how people like that think. They think in cartoon world. They really do. <laughs> Everyone is a cartoon character in their world. Honest to God. Well, you're not giving them a burrito. You're mm-hmm. That's not right. I heard there was something Jesus. I read a couple of years ago. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but Sweet. someone made a show with a black main character. And this critic was upset because the character wasn't really black because he doesn't eat soul food. Oh, my God. See, the same argument. Mm-hmm. Like I the said, same more exact evidence argument. of stupidity. Well, I will tell you something because I do voiceover. In the voiceover world, I heard something just the other day was rather interesting. Uh, the engineer told me he had a young woman, she's about 30 years old, in cutting some commercial or whatever. And he said... Uh, the producer said, could you read these two lines for me? It's a separate deal, but I'll just, you read the two lines, and I will pay you separately for those two lines. And she said, okay, well, just give me the lines. And so he hands her a piece of paper. She walks in the studio, puts it on the on the docket, or the dais, or whatever the hell it's called. Podium. A podium. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's much better, podium. <laughs> and she says, and I'm not kidding. I can't read these two lines. They would sound much better coming from a black woman. What the Ooh. hell does that mean? More evidence. I mean, mm-hmm. what the hell like, do you okay, mean you by that? Nothing. Bye. We'll hire another person. Yeah, well, you're that's right. What they ended up having to do. I just, but what? How would you, first of all, you little honky, know wow. what a black person is even supposed to sound like? It's a cult. And it's a cult. It is a cult. And what? You, isn't that racist? This, by I would say <laughs> so. Nice. Yes. And it's stupidity. It's your job. Who cares? The person that's producing this is. Maybe it was a black person that wants a white person to read these. Maybe it's a white person that wants a white. Maybe right. it's, who God knows. Well, she can go home who? and and make a Facebook post oh, about yeah. how pious no, and wonderful she is. Well, just just go. go the go the Bridgerton route. It doesn't matter. They're actors for Christ's sake. Exactly. Some, people, some of them are black. Some are white. Who cares? Right. Jesus I, Christ. I, Tim, it's just getting more and more insane all the time. There's no well, people have lost their mind. I made a joke this morning on the air, and people. I guess I don't go on social media, but some people were very upset because we're talking about uh, uh, people that that get fired or quit their jobs or blah, blah, blah. So we're asked the shortest time period you ever spent on one job. And I said, I had a few jobs that I quit the very same day. (laughs) 
uh, I took, <laughs> you know, well, actually, I didn't quit. I, I quit one, and I was fired the same day by the was, other two. With school, but you were only in school for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was in school for an hour. Let's not forget that. That's very, very true. But, uh, damn it, now I forgot what I was going to say, but you're right about that. <laughs> How many of the shortest jobs that Joe can make? What the oh, hell God. was I just going to tell you? I oh, well, what people were upset about on social media. Oh, yes, because on the air today, I said, look, I've, I have been fired from almost every job I've ever had, including this one. And I guess people on, the, on social media went berserk. See, I told you. It's like, would you calm down? Never admit mm. fault. Jesus, I, but you can't even joke around anymore. No. God, calm down. Well, you can, but you're going to open yourself up to those types of people. Yep. Is part of that you guys think that most people are not funny and they're pissed off that they're not funny? Most people are not funny. They're I'll not. tell you that much. Or they have no humor. They have no sense of humor. They have no, they're, right. they're not happy right. people. They're, they're bitter, angry. Distorted individuals. It's te- terrible. It's to live in a world like that. But well, yeah, do. and that's what social media is. It's yeah. just all hatred. It's all jealousy. It's just. It's. I. You know. Again, I. I basically promote stuff on social media. That's it. I don't engage. Don't ever engage. No, never. Because no, you it don't is want a. To. It is an argument. No matter what the argument is, that you will never, ever win Mm-mm. you will never win an argument on social media so i have a question for you so mm-hmm. these people don't think that richard pryor was funny i mean do they not have any sense of humor at all i don't think they think anything's funny unless there's a sign that says laugh at this moment <laughs> they have to be told when they'll, yeah. how could you well, not like, think richard pryor was hilarious like like talk shows they got the little sign above applause yeah yeah that's i think it's like it's like a tone deafness color blindness you know it's like if you don't have it it's difficult to comprehend and if you do have it then it's difficult still difficult to comprehend not having it because well, like you know i can't imagine not being able to like pick out a tone in a song it doesn't make sense to me yeah but a lot of people can't because there's just the structure in their brain is not there or something not hooked well, up. So sad. Well, again, I mean, at some point, and let's hope it's not in our lifetime, but I'm afraid it will be. But uh, movies like Blazing Saddles will be banned, and people will never. You think you'll, they you'll, will? You'll, you'll get arrested if you own a copy. See, once you again, know? written by Richard Pryor and there you Mel go. Brooks. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. Look, what Richard Pryor did with his brilliance, he would make anything funny. I mean, one time he comes out and he goes. I was walking down the street eating a tuna fish sandwich. I mean, why would he throw that in there? Because it's funny, that's why. But most people don't get that joke. You know what, I, I, Tom, I don't know what, where this came from this morning, but for some reason I thought about Nipsey Russell oh, talking oh, about yeah. be, being the first black man. Uh, he said he a black man will never be president unless... Do you remember that yes, joke? Yes, I do remember the punchline. It was very, very funny. <laughs> and I don't know why that popped in my head this morning, but it's like, my God, was that funny. Tell him the joke. I can't... Well, he said a black man will never be elected president unless he runs against a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's funny. I'm sorry, but that's funny. And I've heard, I, I think maybe anybody. I've heard that, that, that bite on uh, KQ before. Yes, yeah, we but, used to play uh, it on KQ. It's just like, you know, could anybody ever get away with saying that today? 
Probably yeah. not. Yeah, no, because it's not true. We're t- <laughs> oh, ow. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah, well, see, yeah, there, that objectively uh, isn't true anymore. Yeah. So, hey. I mean, it's funny to look. Yeah. Pryor got so huge because he was so funny. I, the the one I can't use the words that he used, of course. I can just go with the big N because he literally said the word, which I won't be doing. But he was talking about when he said that I was walking down the street eating a tuna fish sandwich, when a voice came out to me from out an alleyway, and people said it must be the voice of Jesus. But I did not venture down the alleyway because it may not have been Jesus, but three or four big ends with a baseball bat. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's funny. You know, I suppose you could never tell that joke now. Even Richard Pryor probably couldn't tell that joke now. No, there's no way. You can't oh, draw attention to inner city crime. That's oh, forbidden. Yeah, Jesus, it's just unbelievable. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. What are we going to do about it? it? You think that that eventually this whole thing is going to collapse? Because it has happened in our society before, where people were this separated, this well, far I, apart. Well, I would like to think that's the case, but God, I hope so. honestly, Tom, every day there's a new headline that that just it's one of these just when you think you've heard it all deals, yeah, yeah. and you hear something else, and it just really doesn't seem to be losing any momentum at this mm-hmm. point. I guess maybe the best uh, way of telling that's happening is is your election cycles um you know it's people are by and large sick of it so you see it happening at the polls where you got the people that are pushing that agenda um losing uh so so i think the midterms are really going to tell us a lot yeah and, and and you know right now there are so many predictions that you know, the left is going to get wiped out. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but uh, it'll be interesting. But w- 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 will that stop the pr- political correctness run amok? I, I doubt it. Probably I, not. I, I mean, because wasn't wasn't uh, the, the last election, there were some gains made. Now, now, first of all, let me step back and say, I don't belong to either party. You know this, Tom. I don't either. I belong to the FU party. Okay. Yeah, yes. Um, so, so, you know, I'm really honestly looking at this from an objective point of view. Uh, you know, you just see what the news tells us. And unfortunately, that's not always true either. Oh, God. Um, but, but, but you know, you know, there were some signs of it happening with the gains that the Republicans made in the House at mm-hmm. the, during the last election. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, the people that are trying to analyze it are saying, well, it, it, it's kind of coming from. You know, the far left just going completely off the rails and people are sick of it. So their change, their vote is kind of like their voice, their only voice, really. And um, it's anonymous. Right. And uh, so people can't come after them for making that choice. So I I don't know. I think that's this November is going to be really telling. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. I agree. And, and and again, I mean, you don't want to see... So right now, the Democrats have everything correct. I mean, they have the House and Senate. Yep. Although the Senate is pretty much like Chuck Manchin. Is that who Joe, it is? Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin? Yep. Okay, so so I'm thinking Chuck Schumer and Joe Chuck Manchin. Schumer, yeah. Chuck Schumer, yeah. Um, but you don't want to go on entirely the other side either. No, of course not. <laughs> You want that you want that uh, that that gridlock in the middle, although it 
boy, it certainly seems like gridlock now anyway. Even though the Democrats have control of everything, it still seems like. Because then you have your centrist faction and your far left faction. Yeah, true. So nothing ever gets done anyway. So we just have like four parties. We have four parties in power. We have the far, far paranoid right, paranoid left. Then you have centrist left, centrist right. Um, and the far right. Where, well, I said no, the paranoid right, paranoid left. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. <clears throat> then you got the centrists. So you can't have four parties. So that's why there's no one wants to do anything. And there is no movement on anything of, of substance. So I know it's all bickering is what it is. Well, you know who does have substance is Kristen Burt. Kristen, there is no more substance on earth than Kristen Burt. Don't you think? Oh, what an introduction. There we go. That's quite the introduction. <laughs> no, we're just talking about... Oh, by the way, Kristen... Can you hear me now? Yeah, yep. We can hear you. We can hear you just fine. I have a question for you. I understand, I heard today, that San Diego's re-implementing mm-hmm. the mask demand and that L.A. is thinking about it. Is that true? I think something might be... That is true. We are about... Mm-hmm. I think now we're about... Let me see the date. About... Eight days away from nine days away from probably reinstituting an indoor mask mandate. Why? Monkeypox. The monkeypox mask. Uh, the cases here. The, yeah. <laughs> Besides monkeypox, the the cases are crazy and on the rise here. In our, in our, and um, I mean, everyone I know is pretty much at it. Is anybody in the house? And in the then uh, you have to make sure that. The, I'm sorry. There's quite a bit of delay here. There's like you a solid out. four seconds of delay. Can we delay. try to reconnect, Andy? Because that's way too much delay. Yeah, just try yeah. dropping and then coming and back, back in. Back? Yeah. Yes, yeah. No, just leave. No. Wow. We love you, Kristen. You know that. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then, the chips will be aplenty. That's it, exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. 
You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. And what is it now? That is what I said. Twelve. Well, I thought you said at this time. Yep. At this time when? This time. Oh, I thought you meant this time last year. <laughs> no. I was prepared this time last year. This time last year. July 19th, this time last year it was six. So it's up six cases, so we're shutting her all down. Yep. Oh, from, this is from COVID only? Yes. Oh, from okay. COVID, yeah. Now, of those people... The new 12, variants. Of these 12 people that died, how many had a severe weight problem? How many had diabetes? Well, you know, I'm sure like, almost all. Of them. We See, won't that's get that information problem. for a long time. No, if we ever. won't. And look, we should protect those people that need protection. I got no problem with that. But why do we all have to do it now? I mean, whatever. What can you do? All right. Is there less delay now? I hope. Hello. It sounds much better. Good. Oh, okay, good. Good. Much better. Okay. Yeah. So, what were you yeah. yammering on and on about? What was it? Well, you were asking me. I was answering. Um, I, I think the main concern in Los Angeles is keeping movie and TV production rolling. It is the yeah. number one source of income here in uh, the state. They have SAG AFTRA has already said that the onset COVID protocols will run through September 30th. They just extended it. I'm going to say that it's, it's likely going to probably be extended through the end of the year at the rate we are going. Really? Because then once we get to September 30th, we're going to start hitting cold and flu season and right. everything else. Right, Um, But it's really just about keeping the city functioning. Uh, there's no shutdowns. There's no, like, oh, indoor dining shows. None of that. It's just oh, okay. wear a mask indoors. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you, none of the businesses are going to enforce this. They can't be bothered. Um, it's going to be, if you choose to, even though it's a mask mandate, and I'm saying this in air quotes, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, I highly doubt that anyone in the store is going to chase you down like right. you know, a year right. ago or anything else like that. Um, I will say if you're someone who's working the entertainment industry and working on set, you probably should wear a mask because pretty much everybody I know has it. And they're getting it twice within six to eight weeks. So... That's that's kind of where we're at. But other than that, if you're you know not working on a TV or film set, live your life, do your thing, make your choices. Well, it's amazing. Well, especially wear a mask if you're working on a Tom Cruise production, because we know it's going to happen there if you're not wearing your mask. Right. Well, crazy thing, you're going to get screamed at, and he reportedly <laughs> is not vaccinated, which is because he's a Scientologist. Oh, and right. Able to dodge those SAG after rules. I don't know how, but of course he's Tom Cruise. Religious exemption, huh? Yeah, I get yeah, it. something like that. And then, uh, you know, he reportedly, allegedly, reportedly, allegedly, uh, got COVID, and uh, they made sure to keep that quiet. But he was one of the reasons that one of the shutdowns happened on um, the Mission Impossible set. I love Kristen how you say allegedly a lot because I do too. It's just that little that little safeguard allegedly, because these yeah. people that that we talk about, and you say, well, I was t- talking about Army Hammer last week. And <laughs> allegedly, 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 allegedly has a job as a uh, uh, he sells uh, timeshares in the Caymans. Allegedly, because the you know Armand Hammer fortune, they could. Uh, 
reduce you to dust in a New York minute. So you always got to put that allegedly in there, just in case. Yeah, just in case, because allegedly Ar Army Hammer has been cut off from the Hammer fortune. So. Right. Oh, really? That's crazy to me. Why do you have you gotten any insight into that, Kristen? How um, that possibly could have happened? Be, was it because of the allegations against him, where they kind of just cut him loose? From what I hear, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Allegedly. No, but um, but it's interesting because the allegations, and for people who don't know, there were sexual violence, rape, emotional right. abuse. Uh, they, I mean, they were dark, these allegations um, against him. And I, from what I hear, that was kind of the, the trigger for cutting him off. He didn't, even before all of this had happened, he was spending his money wildly so he hadn't been responsible even in the years leading up to all of this and remember at the time he had a wife he now has an ex-wife um and two young kids and he has to support them somehow so it, it's it's a really fascinating story i know that they're doing a docu-series on the um hammer family because there's been a lot of like darkness and crazy stories so I'm kind of interested in watching it all play out kind of yeah, like the get getty family right tom uh, Oh God! Yeah, the Getty family. The what's the what, what, what's the name of the the Stackler family? Sa oh, Sackler. 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 Yeah, Sackler family. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Oh yeah, yeah, watching yeah. that. I'm dope sick. Dope sick. Yeah. What Purdue, an incredible Pharma. series! What an incredible series yep. it, is. it is. Tom, was that the series that you were at that we were looking for? Uh, terminal Man, uh, ter the Terminal Terminal List, <clears throat> which terminal is also list. very good, yes, by the way. Yes, Terminal List, that's what I was looking for. I haven't started yeah, watching He texted yet. me while I was on set. I'm like, I'm on So You Think You Can Dance right now. Is it Dope Sick? <laughs> We're, we started watching Dope Sick. Michael Keaton is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Such but a great again, actor. Yep. One of he those is. series that just makes you so mad. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that, 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 uh, the guy who plays the Sackler guy. Trying to think, he he's oh. been in the Coen, yeah. Coen Brothers movie. Yep. Um, Michael Stolbarg, terrific actor, but what a creepy sob he is <laughs> in that. But he, he comes up with this idea, and they didn't want to do it at first. His family was against it, and then people started getting hooked, and then there was some good old uh, let's get Michael Keaton's character out to the convention and let's kind of. It was like a, a junket sort of thing. Remember that? I don't. How far along are you in the series? Uh, we're on episode two now. Actually, we've only got... okay. Maybe I'm going too far ahead. No, 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 no. don't spoil it anymore. We'll yeah. Be on that. But the money starts. Yeah. Let's just see the money starts rolling in for the family. And let's just say that they're they're, they're they they sweeten the pot for him to 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 is prescribe this to his patients. Well, I, yeah, I looked up. You know how much money this Purdue Pharma made. Now, Purdue Pharma has has had to turn over the rights to that drug which is still being used it is yeah oxycontin is still used yep yeah so it's that's all very interesting but at first when the um, lawsuit was launched against the family they only were fined like i don't know 650 million dollars which was like me giving a dollar to somebody um yeah, but, and but now they've really gotten it <clears throat> pardon me why that's talked about in the last episode and why that number was agreed upon so you'll get i don't want to spoil things okay but you'll answer all we can say is that you know it will infuriate you if you're not infuriated enough right now just starting it <laughs> yeah wait till you get to the end of it 
I would imagine. It's just all filled. Everything is about money. It's just, it all boils down to money, 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 money. Well, if you have an opportunity, you know, you're in that kind of a family where everything is about earnings and yeah. power and, and the next big thing. And you've got an opportunity to make billions and billions of dollars. It's got to be kind of hard to say no to it. And maybe they really did think that they were going to help people with pain. I don't know. And originally, but they lied about the ramifications of it all, and they well, knew the fishy, what was going to do. That. The fishy part was why the FDA gave them right. that right. label that they've never given anybody before. No, exactly. That it's not now, addictive. When it gets fishier, that's the crazy part. Oh, oh, I'm sure God. it does. I'm like, that's the part I want to know is why the FDA did that. That's the part that makes me, yeah, like, okay, oh, if it yeah. hadn't been for them, this wouldn't happen too. If our government that's supposed to protect our people oh, yeah. didn't do that, people would have been protected. The, the, this has kind of happened in the government past. Government doesn't protect you. Did everyone learn that? Yeah, <laughs> well, we, just, we learned It's it supposed now. to. Well, this has happened in the past. I know. But yeah. I was like, I learned that in the pandemic for sure yeah. if I didn't already know it. Right. <laughs> the, uh, it, 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 um, just morphine, go ahead, morphine addiction go ahead. was supposed to be uh, treated with a drug called heroin. Yep. Because it was not supposed to be brought to you addictive. by Bayer, right? Oh, was it? I didn't. Was I it? believe heroin. <clears throat> heroin. So, <laughs> so that was a, so <laughs> unbelievable. It, 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 so when, yeah, in no, 1898, you know, the Bayer company started I, the production of heroin. I was, I, you know, when I was in medical school, they said narcotics are addictive. Yeah. Period. Well, yes, they are. It wasn't like narcotics. Some narcotics are not addictive. Is it? Narcotics are addictive. All narcotics are addictive. They're addictive. So when someone says, I don't care what they say, oh, this isn't addictive. Ah, it's addictive. Oh, well, it's because it was time-released. Mm-hmm. Oxycontin is time-released, supposedly. Oh, right, right. Still addictive. Yeah. Well, Narcotic. That's what, yeah. Methadones. Methadones. Time-release. Slow-release kind of a thing. That's addictive. So, uh, <laughs> narcotics are addictive. So addictive. Yep. I think we got that there finally go. figured out, maybe. I don't there know. There you go. Well, unless there's money to be made, then we don't yeah, care. Until we come up with another label. <laughs> It's just amazing to me. So, um, so we got dope sick. We've been watching the old. Uh, was it the old man? Is that the name of it? The old oh, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Been yep. watching that. I didn't care for the last episode. We watched episode four last night. And it was too long. It was like an yeah, hour you, and ten minutes. But you were tired. But I was very, very tired. Yeah, I had a fourteen-hour day yesterday. So, was, baby, you might be right that I was too tired to watch TV last night. But because I really, really like Jeff Bridges a lot. I think he's a terrific actor. And you know what? The interesting thing about it, Tom, is that. All of those shows, you got Dope Sick, you got uh, Drop uh, The Dropout, yep. you got The Old Man. They're all on Hulu. Hulu completely has it dialed in right now. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. How about The Bear? Have you guys watched The Bear? Yeah, I did. The first The first episode is bizarre. No. I mean, what is it, the bear? it is so frenetic. It takes it's place in a restaurant. Up. You can tell them, Kristen. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if I, I wanted to go on with yeah, it or I not. I would say if you get through the first episode, the payoff is worth it. You know what I didn't like about the first episode is that there was a lot of yelling. And I don't come from, like, a yelly family. (laughs) So I find that when people yell a lot, I find it, like, scary. And so – and it's only 28 minutes, the first episode. So if you can make make it through 28 minutes just to kind of get the premise of the show and move on to episode two, the payoff is worth it. It's eight episodes. Um and it's kind of a nice love letter to Chicago if you're a Chicago fan. Yeah, so so the setup for the show is basically uh, there's this hoity-toity New York City chef. 
he comes back to Chicago, uh, family tragedy. He's forced to take over uh, the restaurant that belonged to his family. And um, the first, and, 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 and then there's another person. He calls him his cousin. He's really not his cousin, but he was a f- best friend of somebody he knew. And um, so there's complete conflict that entire time. But the first episode is about the prep work they do before the restaurant opens its doors. And it is just complete madness. I don't know if there's a chaotic. I mean, I don't know if there's any other way of describing it. There's probably, what, a thousand edits in that one, Kristen, that first episode. I mean, it's boom, 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 boom. It's coming from you at all different angles. And it just kind of just puts you in the shoes of these chefs uh, that run a popular joint. In this case, he he goes from this five star restaurant to this joint um and and just how insane it is and and the business and well you're the, you know the bills are aren't paid completely so he's go he has to go to different places to get all the product he needs to make his his uh sandwiches and it, it's insane it's just really insane and you're right the second episode does slow down quite a bit so no. And uh, if you're a foodie fan, you get a lot of delicious shots of food. Like I got to one point, they were doing a short rib, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? I like am sitting here with my salad." It's <laughs> well, that first episode, those sandwiches looked <clears throat> terrific. Oh my so god! Good. I wanted to go out and eat after this the first episode. It was like nine at night. It's like, oh, not gonna find any. Not not anymore. You're not gonna find a restaurant open around here at nine at night. But, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it yeah, it's an interesting show that and look, that's that's the way it needs to be. I I like the creativity aspect of it. Much in the same way I like the creativity behind Elvis. I mean, Baz Luhrmann is known for doing that anyway, so I knew what I was going to get going in, but that's really frenetic at the beginning as well. And so that that's what I appreciated about this show. They're just going about it in a different sort of way and I and I like that. Otherwise it's the same old same old. Yeah, absolutely, and they did get a second season. It's become kind of um, – I, I hadn't um, even really given the, the show a second thought initially, and then I went out to dinner over the weekend, and everyone was like, you have to watch The Bear. It is the – it's kind of become like this cult show. Didn't necessarily find its audience on FX, but found the audience on Hulu, which I think is, is interesting. Yeah, and, you know, there's a reason for that, too. It's interesting that there's another show called Under the Banner of Heaven, and the, the, what they're trying to do now is brand it. So it's no longer Under the Banner of Heaven. It's FX's Under the Banner of Heaven. FX is the hmm. old man. So they want to let you know that these shows are being produced by FX, but, in fact, the true home that they find is on Hulu. Because Absolutely. streaming is where it's at. I didn't even know... It's getting to the point. I I can't imagine what um, cable looks like now, and and that that all goes back to like the the Emmy nominations. Was it last week, mm-hmm. where the majority of the stuff was streaming? You know, oh, almost by far, non-existent yeah. broadcast. You know, there hardly. You know, you had a couple major nominations with the talk shows, maybe, but you know, mostly it's streaming and some cable. But then again, cable. You know, HBO has HBO Max. So effectively, I think they make it for HBO Max. I don't know if they make it for HBO anymore. I can't even tell what's HBO Max and what's H. That to me is like too confusing. I I just watch HBO Max and all the shows are there. So. Yeah. 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 
I don't even know anymore. And of course, I don't have cable, so I wouldn't know um, what the schedule is and what the first run date is. I just go and I, I'm a binge watcher. So if I if I'm hooked on a show, I will spend the weekend binging that <laughs> to my heart's content. I wonder how many people still have cable. Well, I'm sure quite a few. You think Spectrum so? is desperate for us to get cable back. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I don't think many people do have cable anymore. I don't think a lot do. No, but. Most people's internet access and most people's viewing comes on the same piece of wire. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. right. With cable wire. Well, like most condos, you have cable included with your HOA. Yeah, so yeah, people have it. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of nice because, you know, every once in a while there will be a show on like PBS or something that I want to watch, and then I don't have to pay for PBS Passport right. to watch it streaming. I can go onto the cable channel. And record it and watch it whenever I want. So that's you yeah, know. that's good. But I mean, I would in your HOA. That is not a California thing. Oh, that's that's all over the place. I'll... I had it in Minneapolis. Yeah. I never hooked it up once, but I had um, it. Yeah, maybe it's an East Coast thing or a Midwest and East Coast thing ah. because yeah, your HOA almost always covers cable. I don't know why. Well, I maintain to this I've day. Never heard that in New England or California, but. Hmm. <laughs> I, I maintain to this day, because I've always been a backwards-ass country blank, uh, I've never had cable. I've always had Dish. But the biggest mistake that Dish made, and I don't know, maybe it's the same with cable, but all these unnecessary channels, they make you feel like you're getting a lot. Oh, it's got 200 yeah, channels. Right. But most of it is direct. Or, yeah, yeah or 50 of them watched. are Spanish-speaking. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> This you know, where another channel where you're watching, you know, Sunday services all the yeah, time. Yeah, or, or Sunday whatever. services. Yeah, and, 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 and they were, I don't know, if, again, I've been off the, the, the dish for a couple of years now, but I wonder if I got back on, if it would be, if there's no willingness to change or no willingness to offer something a la carte where you can pick what you want to watch, then what's the point? You are going to die on the vine. Mm-hmm. That's just all that's going to happen. And and I would suspect that that's the case. I get allegedly, right, Kristen? Allegedly, uh, allegedly. <laughs> that, that 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 dish is like, I, I, what are they doing? If they're listening, you need to change. Um, but it's sort of like uh, newspapers not listening when internet came along, yep. thinking that their classifieds were going to keep them keep them flush with cash, and that of course was not the case. And how many newspapers went under because of it? And I and I think. That what's, you're, what's going to happen is cable outlets are going to go under too. Well, I think it's also interesting that Hulu kind of picked up the gauntlet that you know Netflix screwed up big time by overspending. I mean they oh, they God, bled they, they bled themselves yeah. dry. Yes, they did. And Hulu picked up the gauntlet with the with the shows and really good content. And a lot of it isn't politically motivated. Right. Some of it is, but most of it isn't. So it's just good entertainment. I think that they were very wise. Whoever's running Hulu is doing a good job. It's actually Disney. Is owns. it? Oh. Yeah, really? you can get, huh. um, and, and I know when Disney Plus came along, um, Disney and ESPN Plus and Hulu, you could get a package deal for 15 bucks a month or something, which, I mean, yeah. you think about it, that's it's reasonable. really Mm-hmm. That that's 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 an HBO Max cost right there. Right. No, HBO Max is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I think you get your money's worth there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Hulu has always been an ABC product. Of course, ABC is owned by Disney. And uh, yeah, yeah. And you know that's sort of the home um, for the. 
there was a show called what the hell was it called? It was it was uh, based on a Marvel comic, but when the content's a little too heavy, when it skews more PG thirteen R, they'll put it on Hulu as opposed to Disney Plus because that's the family brand. So you might oh. see a Marvel show that's hmm. a little heavier duty stuff on Hulu. So that that's kind of their um, their go to place for for the uh, uh, again, the heavier duty, non-family content that's under their big umbrella. Hmm. The more adult fare. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I could have just shortened it by saying the adult stuff. Yes, exactly. Speaking of adult stuff, uh, our listener Nicole wants to know what you think about the latest Ricky Martin allegations. Ooh. Oh, what happened? To there Ricky? are there, allegedly there was an dark. Uh, yes, there, there was an you allegation. Want to talk about darkness? That's dark. Yeah, he what? was uh, having sex with his underage nephew. Was it? Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not underage. Not underage? Oh, wait. Allegedly, but I want to correct the age. The age (laughs) is 21. Uh, So I just want to make sure that... Oh, I thought they were at it for a while. They reported underage. By the way, I I wasn't laughing at the allegations. I was laughing at how Kristen said allegedly. Because it is so damn important. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. It is alleged... His uh, Ricky Martin's nephew, who is 21, is making the allegations and uh, Puerto Rican law when it comes to um, any type of charges will immediately um, like a restraining order was put into place. Um, Ricky Martin's not allowed to contact his nephew, but allegedly there was uh, a seven month relationship between them. Um and you have to remember, Ricky Martin is married with uh, several children, so that also would make it an affair besides incest. Um, but Ricky Martin's brother has spoken out and said that their nephew does have some, a problem with mental health and has a uh, history of that, and that the truth will come to the top you know, and see the light, and hopefully that these allegations will go away. But um, right now... He's, you know, Ricky Martin's just said, I have to let the legal process play through, and we'll see what happens. From what I've heard, basically everyone in his family has said that the nephew is a disturbed person. Mm-hmm. So, so if, if but, proven false, it's sad. And proven, proven true, sad. Yeah, just, oh. that's right. Yeah. 100%. And I, I think what complicates all of this, and I will say this with any big case in, that involves a lot of money, money can make things go away. Oh, yeah. um, and, money, and money complicates things because sometimes someone is guilty and people are all on the money train. They're all being paid by the celebrity and they'll say what they need to. So that's sometimes yeah. for any victim, sometimes they don't get to see the justice that they deserve because of that. Um, or sometimes the person who has a ton of money will just make it go away, whether it's true or not, because they just need it to go away. You know, I'm looking at the at the news at newser.com, which is a pretty good uh, news delivery service. They don't even have that story on here. At least I can't find it. Really? It broke la- late last week. Um, two weeks ago, like the restraining order news came out and just said that it was a, a domestic incident. And then more details came to light. I want to say either last Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it's not even in here, so uh, I don't know. It didn't even last three, four days. You think that'd be a pretty important uh, story? I would think. It was trending on Twitter for a while, and a lot of people were like, "If you're seeing Ricky Martin trend, and you want your day to be sunshiny and bright, do not click on the link." I would and imagine people, of course, then click on the link because 
you want to figure out what the story is because the curiosity gets the best of you. So that kept the story kind of going for a couple of days on Twitter. And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. I have a, a, an L.A. question to ask, Kristen. Um, and this actually, uh, Ralph, have, has to do with Tom Segura, who you brought up earlier. Yeah. I got to know what people in L.A. really think of this guy. Here's the headline, Variety. Joe Rogan's repulsive podcast comments about shooting homeless people uh, stuns what? L.A.'s unhoused advocates. Do people... Uh, <laughs> Did you, are you aware of this comment? Apparently he made this comment on July 14th. Well, is it been taken out of context or no, is it? I mean, we're not even hearing it here. Really? Joe Rogan. Okay. Here's, well, this story's new. So I guess maybe now the word's going to start getting out. The uh, uh, first paragraph, Joe Rogan's recent offhand remark to podcast guest Tom Segura that quote, maybe you should just go shoot the homeless people unquote in Los Angeles has left several of the city's unhoused advocates stunned and disheartened. Well, or is it just another deal where they're trying uh, to destroy It sounds Rogan. like Joe Rogan was riffing off of Segura being edgy, and people are, of course, taking it at face value. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest, L.A. ignores Joe Rogan quite a bit. So Joe Rogan news is like falls really? on deaf ears. Oh, yeah, here's yeah, the full context of the quote. Uh, so basically, yeah, Tom Segura is making a joke that you uh, can't steal something from a homeless person in L.A., but you can shoot someone and they won't arrest you. So Rogan was like, oh, uh, my, maybe you should just go some shoot some people because you won't get in trouble for it. It's not oh, funny. so that's yeah. So it wasn't like a serious comment about well, no, of actually not. going no, and doing but, this. No, but the but the but the headline makes you believe. Of that course, it is. because yeah, of they're course just getting clicks, and they they hate Joe Rogan, so they're just gonna you know that's yeah, how they go after people. I got to be honest with you, Joe Rogan is very hateable. I've I dealt with him a couple of times. He is really hard. Well, I've him with. very milk toast. I have Ugh. never watched him. I've never listened to him. I don't he's know really anything about him. All. But the fact that he's like for freedom of speech, I'm like I'll support him. I mean, I don't want him to say stupid stuff like that, obviously. And if he turns in, you know, if that's where he's going to go, but it doesn't sound like that's what he meant to say at all. And it really irritates me when the press takes things out of context. Right. right. And un- he's, no, a very, he's very popular. Yes, he is. Lots and lots of people think he's wonderful. And when the press just, you know, uses the fact that he's not on their side to do their bidding, mm-hmm. then they go after him in this way. This is the oh, yeah, They've been trying to uh, 
character assassinate him for yes, years. They well, have. The problem he's got is he is not a pleasant person to deal with at all. Yeah, see, I don't know really he's anything not, about him he's not in pleasant. reality. In any way, shape, or form, he's an yeah, that arrogant That reputation little... has been around a long yeah, time. He, <laughs> he ate too many horse testicles or whatever, right? I will say something, and I don't mean to offend, because the t- one of the toughest people I ever knew was Andy Fisher, and he was not a big guy. Joe Rogan has a little man's disease. He has it badly, too. He's very upset that he's, what, was he like 5'5", five, five, something like that? And again, I got nothing against, like I said, Andy Fisher was the toughest guy I've ever known. Uh, so it has nothing to do with just being a, but some littler men have a huge problem with being shorter. UFC, his UFC stat is 5'6". No, so he's about 5'4", then maybe 5'4". Five, five, I was just going to say he's 5'4", probably. Yeah, he's about, I think he's about 5'4". <laughs> that's like that's like designer de- designer uh, sizing and uh, model si- model height. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's always uh, exaggerated a little bit, certainly. Do you, so, do you find this true, Kristen, when you're out and about in L.A. where you see somebody, it's like, yeah, yeah, they're always, they're always at least a couple, three inches shorter than they say they are yeah is that oh, is that true by and large when you do like award shows especially you know for the women we're usually in really tall heels at least for the photos and then you know you put on the comfortable shoes it's very funny when you're going past the ryan seacrest and things like that you're like <laughs> I, and i'm not very tall i'm five three but if i'm wearing like a gown I'm in, you know, four or five inch heels, and I'm like, why am I towering over these men? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Do the, do the tall, like, oh, shrimp. <laughs> do the tall people in Hollywood have to downplay their height because they don't like hiring tall people? It, it's actually shocking when you run across a, a really tall actor um, because you're so used to, you know, meeting them on eye level, and all of a sudden, you know, you have like an Alice. Alexander Skarsgård come through, a Hugh Jackman come through. I've interviewed um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar twice wow. now, and let me tell <laughs> oh, you, that is a straight arm up to his mouth. He's so tall. Oh yeah, he's very big. <laughs> barely, my microphone barely reaches his mouth, and I mean, I have some great photos from that moment because it's it's hysterical. But that's when you realize most people in Hollywood really. You know, I think for a guy like five seven is like average. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. I think how how often do you see them do the apple box trick? Um, they don't usually. They wouldn't do um apple box trick for like uh, live TV or, or yeah. Well, like no. That. Yeah, but I mean, on set, of course, that does happen. I mean, I get apple boxed all the time mm-hmm. if I'm on set. What's I'm apple so, box? It's you stand it's on a box to make you look taller. Oh, you do right. Yep, right. I get apple boxed all the time. <laughs> I, I was, I, uh, and I will never do it again because I stood around for seven hours for one shot. But it was the last Mighty Ducks movie they filmed here. Oh yeah, and they had a bunch of us press stooges. Oh, you'll be in the shot. We promise you'll be in the shot. Never was in the shot, but it was the opening of the movie. And Emilio Estevez was standing behind us, but they brought some crates out that he could stand yep. on. Oh, sure. So he yeah. could look taller box. than us. Yep. No, it's <laughs> absolutely true. Well, there's a picture of me standing next to Donald Trump, and we're the exact same height, and he claims to be 6'3 or 6'4. Well, I'm not 6'3 or 6'4. I'm just well, here to tell maybe you. maybe he was in his youth, and he just won't let it's go possible. of that stat. Because I'm 35, him. and I've lost about a half an inch. Yeah. That's, I've lost about yeah, What's your height, Tom? What's that? What's your height, Tom? Uh, I'm six feet tall. I used to be six one and a half, and I'm barely six feet tall now. 
I mean, and there was always rumors that Donald Trump wore lifts in his shoes. Oh, yeah, I don't think there's any question. I don't think there's any question he did. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I've never understood, like, lying to make yourself taller. It doesn't, I don't know. I just don't care about my height really that much. No, you you are who you are. above average. I guess. When you're really short, every millimeter. (laughs) Well, also, Minnesota, Minnesota, I feel like people are just a little taller. We have a lot of the Nordic people. In Florida, I'm a giant. I feel like if I see (laughs) men men under 5'9 seem very short to me. Yeah. Well, I have noticed that younger people in Minnesota are extremely tall. Like, there are are girls in our neighborhood who are probably like 17, 18 years old, and they're taller than me. And there's like a lot of them. Yeah, our niece is... 14 and she's 6'3. Yeah, people are getting like really, really tall all of a sudden. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It makes you wonder. Oh, we saw a woman yesterday was six foot six. That's, yeah. She was at least six inches taller than me. Rather tall for a he woman. He was tall. Oh, at the, yeah. I feel like every time I go to Chicago, there's just like an amazingly big population of incredibly tall men. Yeah. I'm could always be. like, my God, these people are tall. And I'm tall. Yeah, you are tall. Yeah. So it's just, oh, I guess it's regional. Donald Trump's son, Baron Trump, is Oh, God, he's tall. Ginormous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. He six, is. Six, seven, maybe? Yeah, he's yeah. Seven. 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 Yeah. That's tall. There were memes about him because he was still growing during Trump's presidency, and people were like uh, extrapolating based on data that he was going to be nine feet tall in five years. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was growing like two how, how inches a month. Wow. He's, so uh, he's probably about 6'6", six, six, and he is oh, still wow. in the growing stages. I don't know if he's going to stop growing. He's 6'7", and he's 16 years old. What? So he could still oh, grow. Yeah, he's, he's up tall. Well, how, so who's, who was his mom out of the wives? Melania, I think. Okay. Yes. Melania, okay, yeah. that's yeah, Melania. Yeah, Melania's her. mom. And she's not... I, I mean, well, she's, she looks like she's probably 5'11". Yeah, I think she's yeah, tall. She's tall. She's definitely I don't know tall. where Barron's... Yeah, gigantism Mega came well, from. Well, I feel like it's some people, I don't know. Some people just are I just, really tall. Dan has a friend that's 6'8". <laughs> that's I just Googled tall. a picture of Barron standing next to, next to Donald and Melania, and he's a good... He's a good head taller than Melania. Yeah, yeah, and this is from last year. It's like, oh, my God, I, I haven't seen... Again, I, I have enough to th- think about during the day. The last thing I can do is Google a picture of Barron Trump. Right. I can't believe he's he's grown by, like, two feet since I last saw him. Holy smokes, he's tall. Yeah, and yep. they keep him out of the press a lot, too. So we don't get a lot of photos of him. So, you know, oftentimes, like, nine months can pass, and then you see him again, you're like, holy cow, he really grew. He had a growth spurt. No. Yeah, he's a head taller than his mom, and Donald is uh, just a little bit taller than her, mm-hmm. it looks like. So yeah, wow. wife number one just died. Ivana. 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 Ivana yeah. okay. Did they ever figure out why she had bruises all over her? Fell down the stairs. So why did she do that? Did she fall? Why did she that, do that? No. <laughs> did, 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 she fall, did she have something go wrong with her health and then they fall think, down the stairs? Or did she fall so down well. the sta- stairs and that's what killed her? I mean, they, a, a fall down the stairs at that age can easily kill you. Yeah. How old was she? Yeah. 73-something. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I forget so that Donald's super old. He's, he's rather old, yeah. She had been out to dinner at a New York eatery a few days before, and they did interview the restaurateur, and he said she wasn't looking well mm. um, and that she was, you know, moving slow. So there could be, could be something going on that either the family didn't disclose or. Right. Uh, right. Well, 
and the other thing is she uh whoever she was married to last i don't know how many times I she know, was married so but lost. once he once he passed away <laughs> she just you know kind of gave up oh. you know you know it went from the statuesque person to somebody who was hunched over using a cane oh. just kind of gave up oh. um but um tying in uh, to another great series. This one is on HBO Max called The Staircase. Oh, right. Yeah. That's, that's a true story, story it's where crazy. did she die by falling down a staircase or was there something else going on? And it's based, I don't want to tell you, don't Google it because you'll find out everything. Oh, yeah, right. But, uh, crime junkies, there is a great podcast, there's a great documentary. So you can follow the trail, like starting with the podcast, then go to the documentary, and then go to the scripted series. And another thing I have to, another movie, this one, I have to recommend. I thought Where the Crawdads Sing was terrific. The movie? Oh, I want to yes. see it so badly. Yes, and and, and the reason I say that was I, I it popped into my head because of, if you I Googled after and right away they tell you things you don't want to know. Because it's based on a book. 12 million people read it. So it's out there, obviously. But what a terrific movie. And my wife, actually, she read the book. And she thought it was a terrific adaptation. Not well, everything in there that she wanted to see. But it, it was very popular over the weekend. And I don't know. Did you see it yet, Kristen? Because I, I thought it was great. I have not. And I'm someone who likes to read the book first. So I'm reading the book. And then I'll go and see the movie. Because I... I like to be able to envision the characters first in my head and then go see the adaptation. Of yeah. Them. I read well, the book the... like three years ago, so I'm very excited to watch. Oh, you got to see it, Alec. You know, um, my wife, one problem she had was the person she pictured for the main character was not who she got with the movie. Somewhat, but not entirely. And that is why I don't read the book <laughs> before. Cause I, you know, I, I could get into trouble that way. First of all, I got to find the time to do it, but um, you know, there, there, there's always going to be things that your expectations aren't going to be matched. So I generally don't do that. They're just two different mediums and I treat them like that. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, I'm sure that some people were disappointed with the adaptation, but by and large, after the screening, there were a lot of, people walking out that had read the book that were talking, Oh, you know, this really did the trick this time. This worked, which rarely happens. Yeah. I either like yeah. wa reading the book several years before the movie's out so that I forget yeah, enough. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't get upset about some plot changes and you know, my idea of what, who the characters look like doesn't really exist anymore. Or I like watching the movie first, if it's going to be close because yeah, I'm with you, Tim. I get, I get this idea of what everybody should look like, and when it doesn't work, then I like I'm very disappointed. It's like you're immediately disengaged. Yeah, you know. Well, it's that like happens to me that like I just a couple weeks ago finished The Woman in the Window, the book, and then I watched the movie because I was like, oh, I read the book and I want to watch the movie, and they changed so much stuff. Is from... that the Amy Adams movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they changed so much stuff, and, like, almost the whole overall vibe of the entire thing was more weird, like, completely different than the book, and I was really disappointed. Give me the Prozac. <laughs> I, I can't. Why do you watch this stuff? I saw the, I the plot. Oh, man. 
What? The, God, a, insinuation of abuse woman? and sexual abuse. Oh, man, on and on There's no and sexual on. abuse. There will be, I'm sure. No, but the, uh, the dad. Oh, and the crawdad? Well, according to, to the, well, the, the, the book, the dad drives his whole family away, except this young girl. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm out. Out, <laughs> hard out. Not enough Prozac <laughs> in the no, world for me watching this. The whole thing one. is that she, like, right. she had to rises above and had to so, live in the swamp. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and that's yeah. The she's in the swamp. In the mom leaves that thing you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just watch Unbreakable yeah, Kimmy Schmidt. Same thing, but better. <laughs> oh, my God. What? So it's depressing enough because the mom leaves first because the dad's a complete monster. I'm trying to think. Um, <sighs> you know this guy, Tom, this actor. Uh, I have to look him From up. From Crawdad? From Crawdad. The guy that plays the dad, and he's such of an a The Crawdad? Such of a hateful. Not, yeah, the Crawdad. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the mom leaves first. And I think there are three or four siblings, and yeah, then thanks, a couple at a time leave, and eventually it's just the girl and the dad, and then uh, the dad eventually leaves, and she has to raise herself. How old, how old is when the dad leaves? How old is she? Like 12? Uh, eight. Oh, eight. Oh, she's uh, eight. I don't believe it. I don't, what's a novel? Like, it's you a gotta novel. Believe. No, yeah, it's I don't a novel. Believe. Novels aren't real. You're not talking second. about David Strathern, are you? No, no, no. He's he's a good guy in this. He's David is great. I will. Garrett Dillahunt. They don't even um, have him listed in the cast. Well, he yeah. can't be. He's not. Oh, he there he is. Much. He's not in the movie yeah. much. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's in it that much. He's not but, in the book uh, much. What was that show that he did? It was uh, back when we used to watch network television. Yeah, <laughs> back in those days. Um, it was a really funny show. I have to, Raising Hope. Oh, Remember I loved Raising, Raising Hope. Hope. Raising Hope was yeah, a very yeah. funny show. Oh, we got yeah, he's breaking a, he's a news. great actor, and he makes you hate his ass in this movie uh, show. Go. No movie, movie. He hates. He's. Yeah. I like him in Raising Hope, but he's. Uh, uh, yeah, he's not very likable in this movie. <clears throat> we have breaking Andy, news. Breaking, breaking news. news. Yeah, there was an explosion at the Hoover Dam. That's what? Oh not Whoa. the dam wall. That's fine. It's. Uh, I don't know the structures of a dam. The legs, I guess. There was. There's a picture of it. It looks like it was probably like a uh, a car or something exploded on the dam. Yeah, uh, uh, boy, they they eliminated traffic on the dam when they put the bridge up. Maybe I, I mean, like I a think, repair vehicle. I think it's like a repair vehicle or a fuel oh, a okay. fueling well, truck or something oh, like that. Oh, oh, it's not. oh just a just no a biggies. maintenance worker exploded. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. That's all. Yeah, there's a picture of some trucks lined up and one sitting there parked in the middle oh. exploded. It's not like the the dam crumbled. No, the dam is going like to be that. fine. It made it sound like it was terrorism. I was like, oh yeah, no. yeah, that's I know. yeah of course it did. Yeah, we're not <laughs> yeah, good. good. That's what I thought was it, that we're talking terrorism. Well, that's one of the exit. That's one of the exit uh, buildings for the generators. I think we've used our allotted time on this. Well, we can go wherever we want. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. we, I thought it had to be an hour and a half. Nope. Okay. No, no. It's just we're doing a, a new thing. We're, just we're just going just, through. We're doing a yeah. new where we're going through an, for an hour and a half because of a new thing that we're doing that I don't mm -hmm. know if we're announcing quite yet. I don't know. Well, I, I, I have to get there, the paperwork. Tom? I have to get the paperwork back from Michael Bryant, who's the attorney on the deal. We are signing with a new uh, a new uh, distribution company out of New York. Uh, well, Charles Steinhauer. This is a guy, one of the guys who founded Westwood One. He's got a new company. We're going to sign with him probably this week. 
since Andy's already working with them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hey, they're, they're just uh, doing a restructure on the whole show, and it's going to be distributed out of New York now. Uh, and they're going to um, put it on radio stations all over the country. So that'll be fun. Oops, I cursed earlier. It's no, no, not the, syndicated I yet. I said the no, S word. Not yet. Not yet. It'll be. It'll be. It'll work out just fine. Plus, they have editors in New York. They have. They have editors in New York. Okay, Kristen, drop a bunch of f bombs while you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got I'm not much of an f bomb. I don't know if I've ever heard Kristen swear really. Have you even swear? Do you swear at all? She very she, rarely. She says I a mean, heart. It would have to be something major for me to even drop. Listen to me. I'm like, I'm going to be like, the S word? Mm-hmm. Or the S-ball. I've heard you do a hot darn once in a while. So, I Like, my word is, I'm always like, holy cow. Like, literally, I am like a sitcom when it comes to cursing. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my I've conditioned myself. Now, on the podcast, I am letting myself slip uh, now and again and, and will swear. But I've conditioned myself not to do that because when I'm on radio. Yep. Where the oh, rules yeah. are different. Oh, it's yeah. like, I don't want to get used to the point where, oh, it's all the same to me. And all of a sudden I blurt out something and, oh, <laughs> so I, I generally don't swear uh, when I'm doing the podcast. So I will not swear again in the future. No, it'll all work out. In the Like Kristen, every time I've ever heard her use the F-bomb, she was talking about me. So, you know, a little hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I send them F-bomb texts all the time. Yes, all the time they come in. All right, you two. We'll have a magnificent day. We'll talk to you both next week. All righty. Have a great week. Thanks a lot. That's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. 